0: what's going on guys it's Monday madness I'm your host Anthony thank you for tuning into the culture jackpot Podcast. as always make sure uh, hit that follow button maybe uh, maybe you want to catch uh, today's episode and future episodes of either the Monday Madness show the Friday show the Thursday news show Saturday or excuse me Sunday news show and then on Saturdays we drop a uh, little little bit of a special Special day for us, Dustin just wrapped up the uh, WandaVision show, which he did an incredible job highlighting the episodes as they came out. And of course, giving a little bit of that speculation, what could happen. And we will be hopefully launching uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier as well. As mentioned several times over, folks, that gives you five different shows available every single week to you on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and others. So all you have to do is follow us. Drop a comment. We appreciate that. And then, of course, please rank the podcast as you can on the whichever provider you got, folks. Whichever one. Okay. So today we got a couple of things I want to talk about. I uh, did the Weekend Wire And forgot to talk about a couple of shows that I've recently watched, which I will uh, maybe I'll start the episode off with that because I want to share them with you because three of them um, are pretty big. And I think that you should check them out. So we'll we'll dive into that. And then a topic that will come back over and over. And that is the uh, what is it? The uh, LCS, man. Get to your LCS. I think that's what I'm going to dub or name this episode. That's a local comic shop. We're diving into it. Let's go, shall we? Um, so three shows. I'm gonna go through this as quick as I can, but it is something that you should check out, especially if you're in the market for entertainment. If you want to watch something a little different, um, yeah. Let's let's just hit it, shall we? Uh, recently Apple on the app. I think it's called Apple Plus. I'm not sure what what the actual name of it is, but it's a service provider. If you have an Apple TV you have the ability to, uh, I believe, watch it. Maybe you have to pay for a subscription. I'm not 100% clear there, but there is a show. And I mentioned this in the past, and it's called uh, Cherry. I kept calling it Sherry for some reason. It's called Cherry, and it stars Mr. Tom Holland. I will say this. Um, I saw the commercials. I mentioned it in previous podcasts, and it just came out, Cherry, on Apple. And Wow. I pleasantly surprised the stories this it's kind of a brutal and tough story may not be to your liking. Um but Tom Holland, the the dude, <laughs> Mr. Spider-Man g- gave it his all in my opinion. He did an incredible freaking job. I won't go into the story because it's uh one of those evolution stories to where him as his character and what he's doing and what's happened to him uh is in pretty much hot pursuit throughout the whole uh, movie. But good God, what an incredible uh, job by Tom Holland. I I really was taken back by his abilities to uh, portray the character that he portrayed. And it's a wild-ass story, wild, uh, wild fun time. It is mature-rated for a reason, so make sure there is some uh, heavy drug use and other things in the show so it's not kid-friendly but definitely worth the time to watch it. Uh, number two. So two of three is going to be coming to America. Number two available on Amazon prime. My goodness. I watched that show and was laughing my ass off. Uh, you know, Eddie Murphy in Arsenio hall. And then there are several cameos and there's several other people in this movie, but they did an incredible job. I, it's oh uh, Wesley Snipes is also that's the third, the third main actor in the movie. Um what a great freaking show. Uh super funny. Uh super cool to see them go back to America and have to deal with the situation that they're dealing with. Um for Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall to be able to uh still bring the funny. And still play all these different characters in which is no surprise if you saw the commercial, you know exactly what I'm talking about, but good grief. It is worth your time. If you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, uh, you may not even know that you get free TV shows or you get shows as a part of your Amazon Prime package. Again, check it out if you have a smart TV, Apple TV, uh, whatever kind of TV. You can download the uh, prime movies app and then off to the race as you go coming to America two. Yes, it is part two to coming to America one, which that movie is 30 plus years old. And for them to pick it up and run with it the way that they did without going, they, there's some goofy shit. Don't get me wrong. But the thing that always scares me about these movies is that they take it too far. They get into this like goofy slapstick kind of humor and they didn't, uh, they didn't. I was pleasantly surprised, and I thought that, like I said, there was some funny shit in the movie, and uh, my hat's off to those guys, the creators, the producers, everybody that put that movie together. Congratulations. That's, that's that's awesome. Super Super cool. Okay, time for number three. Three of three. All right, so I mentioned this in the Weekend Wire yesterday. If you're listening to this, the day of release, and that was a movie coming out on Hulu. Called Boss Level. Now, I was uh a bit optimistic about this movie. I thought it looked fun. Um, and then I watched it. Holy shit, it is fun. I mean, is it the best movie you're gonna watch? No. Is it fun? And is there some uh some of that fourth wall breaking stuff? And yeah, there's some cool um stuff in it. It was done, I thought, well to tell the goofy story that it wanted to tell. And for whatever reason, I couldn't remember his name. Uh, during the weekend wire and the guy has been in several shows and I'll talk about an additional show in a minute that I watched a while ago. So it doesn't count as one of the three and that's Frank Grillo and Mel Gibson. Amy Watts is in it. Annabelle Wallace, Ken, jo- Ken Jong's on it. Uh, It's worth watching. Let me just say that. If you want a fun action movie to watch with no commitments other than just pure enjoyment, check out Boss Level. It's available now. If you are a Hulu subscriber, it's free or a part of the membership, I should say. Um, But Frank Grillo, who was what? Skull and Bones, I think. And I probably just messed that up. In Civil War, he had a very short run part in uh, one of the marvel movies but he was also in a very crazy ass movie this dude is fucking jack by the way um in very good shape uh he's also in a show that i found to be very you know adult but very good and that was called the kingdom which is kind of a fighter show ufc style bellator uh training show and uh That's over on Netflix, and they're trying to get Netflix to pick up an additional season, and I freaking hope they do because it's an incredible show. A lot of crazy stuff in there, but highly enjoyable. Frank Gerlowe is the main star in character in that as well. So, again, get over to Hulu. Check out Boss Level. I I think you'll enjoy it if you want. Again, just a goofy, uh, hardcore action. There's some really cool action sequences. There is a cameo. Actually, I think there's several cameos, but uh, Big Gronk was in it. I'm pretty sure that was. Let me let me check this because I'm pretty sure I saw Gronkowski and the Rob. G- Gron- yeah, oh yeah, he's in it. Uh, Rob Gron- Gronkowski is in it, and uh, there's there's a lot of just goofy, funny, cool little sequences and and, and things that are going on in there. So you're gonna want to check that out. That's number three. That's three for three. I'm gonna leave it alone. Let it let that ride out, let that sink in. Come into America, too. Boss level and Cherry, those are three movies that you probably haven't seen that you should check out. Let's head over to the LCS local comic shop time. Okay, all right, all right. So, this has and is kind of a culmination of things that I want to talk about. As you know, if you've been listening to Monday Madness for the last several weeks, I've been talking about collectible cards, comic books, and everything of the like. Took a week off there and talked about um, content creators, and I'm kind of going—I I wouldn't say full circle because there's a different reason for this to some degree. Uh, and, and I'm not just talking collectability today. I'm talking support. I'm talking just the nostalgia, just the just doing it, just do it, uh, and that's. Your local comic shop. So since the pandemic, I have recently went to one of our biggest, actually the biggest comic shop here in Alaska. And uh, I've went there several times picking up various things, picked up a couple of baseball cards, picked up some boards and sleeves for comic books. i have trying to get this stuff cleaned up. In fact, my comic collection has almost been fully re-bagged and sleeved, which to the layman, that means... Uh, if it doesn't have a board in the back, a white board, or if the bag is shitty, I replaced it because I want my shit to be taken care of. Um, so I have frequented that location several times. Now, that store, just to paint a little bit of a picture, um, it is a good size store. It's it's pretty, pretty big. It's one of the bigger comic shops I've been into, period. I mean, I've been in several comic shops throughout my life, and this is one of the bigger guys. Um, and then they have subsection so it's not a flat comic shop they have like uh rpg area where they have like warhammer dungeons and dragons magic the gathering as its own section they have a sports cards and collectability section and then they have the comic book section um which is you know old runs on comics and then new comics and then they have a couple of special comics or slabbed comics around and and what have you now Every time I've gone in there during this pandemic, I have found myself in some situations where I didn't have enough time. I, I was re- literally in route to do something else. I just happened to be in the neighborhood. I needed to pick up, like I said, some boards, of bags, or I had to pick up something. And so I did that. I go in, kind of peruse around for a minute and get out. And then a few weeks ago, my wife and I stopped there because I, again, had to pick up a couple of things. And you may be asking yourself at this point, why the fuck doesn't this guy just buy everything that he needs once? Well, there's, there's several reasons. Cause I, A, I didn't know. And I don't like overbuying shit. And then I have a stock on some crap I don't need. And B, I like going there. I, I appreciate it. I like going in and I like seeing the people. I like seeing um the, the new comics, the new artwork, the new, you know, whatever they have, the new uh, Omnibus books, the new Tokyo pop characters, the new, Uh, if they put up new statues or, uh, character busts of, of, uh, comic, comic creations and whatnot. So I enjoy that. Um, I went in there with my wife and we, we, we looked around, but this time I was there as, as normal for a couple of specific things. I recently, and I mentioned this before, got the berserker comic. That was the primary reason because I knew they were going to sell out and they did. Um, but I sat and looked around for a little bit, not, not a long time, because again, we had stuff to do and I had the wife, the kids and everybody. So we looked around for a little while and then we left. And then I was like, man, I, I wish I could go there more than what I do go there. And, uh, unfortunately it's, it's a bit of a journey to get there for me because it's not like it's right up the street. So, uh, I have been to local comic shops here. In fact, a a small funny story was uh, one comic shop that I used to go to here. I hadn't been in there in a long time, probably like six years, seven years or something. Well, uh, about a week ago, I was looking I was looking for various things and I whip up in there and I'm like, cool, they're open. Cool. All right. Go in there. It's no longer a comic shop, even though the name says—and I won't say the full name—but it's blank comics and cards. There's no cards. There's no comic. Well, let me take that back. There's cards, but there's no comics. It's limited to Magic: The Gathering, a little bit of D and D stuff, board games, and a shitload of Warhammer stuff, which is cool. Okay, great. However, they don't have—they did not have jack crap for comics. Uh, The store had changed pretty dramatically from the last time I remember it. And I was like, damn it. And so there's another comic shop, and I've made mention of this. It's uh, Aegis Comics, Aegis, Aegis. Um, And and I've looked at their stuff online several times over, just over and over and over. And I needed to get some boards and bags because I want to wrap this up. This shit's taken forever for me to do this. It's been a long, ongoing process of me cleaning up my collection and uh, ensuring that my my comic books are in you know in the condition that they should be in and stored appropriately because there is a right way and there's a wrong way and then there's every way in between. And right now I'm in between. So I uh, finally make my way over there. This is a legit like local comic shop. In fact this is like something that you would see in a TV show like the Big Bang Theory. Not as cool as their comic shop in Big Bang Theory. That, that's pretty legit. Plus, they also don't get Neil Gaiman as a visitor, I don't believe. Anyways, it, it's still a pretty cool shop. You walk in at first, and from the pictures, man, their pictures online, they need to do a better job because the pictures online make it look like it's like a little room with a table with some comics on it. And it's not. It's, it's nice. It's well done. There's uh, displays on the walls. There's a center stack of uh, comics. But it is a comic shop and that is what they do that's their business they do have some art prints on the wall Um, they had some slab comics uh, available for sale they had boards and bags they had hard sleeves and and everything in between so I get in there and first make note of this I'm the only guy wearing a mask which was you know whatever your take is on that I was like damn it why am I the only guy in here and more people kept coming in And as I was sitting there kind of looking around, and I was, I had a few minutes, I was looking around, I found what I wanted, like, out of the gate, so I had some time on my hands. I actually picked up a different Berserker cover that I had yet to get. I picked up a a Black Adam series, I think it's a series two. but Anyways, it's the Black Adam Endless Winter Special number 1, which is a very cool cover, check it out. And a couple of other comics, nothing crazy. And anyways, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, this is cool for a different reason, right? It's like uh, part of me, and maybe you relate to this because maybe you're not into comics or or what have you, but there's very few stores that I go to. Um, in fact, I'll name them, um, that I felt the way that I felt when I was in there. Uh, and that is like uh, if I go to a gun store, it's just like I like looking around, unless it's a boring gun store, but I like looking around at stuff. I like looking at different guns, different attachments, different Um, field gear, you know, talk to the clerk if he's available or he or she's available, whatever. Um, Let's see what else. Not so much the auto parts store, auto parts store. I'll look around and whatnot, uh, but generally I'm in and out there. But this in this instance, that's what it reminded me of. I was sitting there and I'm looking around, you know, just like if I were to go to a firearm store and um, see somebody looking at Uh, a gun or or a rifle or a bow or whatever it is it it just starts bringing questions and thoughts and all of this same thing i'm sitting there or i'm not sitting there i didn't just go in there and sit down i'm standing there i'm looking at stuff i'm actually i I started to look for uh some of their spawn collection could not find it and uh there's a gentleman there probably in his mid-60s digging through old comics i was like that's that's pretty cool dude brings in his kids they're talking through with with the lingo talking about the berserker comics talking about some spider-man stuff another guy's over there pilfering through old comics too and and i'm just sitting there kind of looking around looking at what i was looking for and i'm like man this is pretty pretty crazy um maybe it's maybe i think it it's that way because of covid and because i like i haven't gone and done a whole lot of things but maybe not maybe it's just me paying closer attention because you know there there was another kid there, and I say kid, he probably was a teenager, late teenager, and you know he's he's looking at these comics, he's asking questions, they're looking at slabs, and it just really brought this like crazy thought to my mind. I'm like, this is this is absolutely amazing. This is a local shop. I never would have thought that it would have been that busy. This was a, well, maybe maybe that is. That's it was a Saturday afternoon, so, um. Anyways, I'm sitting there and all of that comes to mind. And then it also brought me back to, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't get to frequent comic shops nearly as much as I would have loved to. Um, That and I didn't have money. I was relatively poor, uh, not by choice, but that's how it went. And so I didn't get the opportunity. But I will say this, comics were easier to find in department and grocery stores when I was a kid. As opposed to now, which also emphasizes the point on a supporting your local comic shop. If you're interested in this stuff, stop in there, spend a couple bucks, help these folks out. But you can't get comics at your local Target or Fred Meyers or Albertsons or cars or Kroger store like like you could in the early 90s, mid 90s back when they had a rack full of comic books. Um, there may be some one-offs of those, but I have yet to see a comic in a department store in many, many years, in which either drives you to the internet or to your local comic shop or your LCS. So I think that's really cool. And I also think that it's cool that they, in this case, this, the store that I went to had that real fun, clean um, setup. setup. It was inviting. The clerk, hey, was this your first time in? I say yes, and and uh, the the clerk, this young lady, explained to me, oh, this is over here, that's over there. Is there anything you're looking for? I mean, that whole experience was just absolutely incredible, and I will be a uh, return customer there. I will go back there, and uh, like I said, I've got some old comics I want to look for, um, some back issues. There's some newer stuff that. I'll just swing in there and pick up as opposed to ordering it online, which is really the right thing to do to support the local economy and what, what have you. But it's more than that. It's the ability to go to a place like that. And it's ability to see people engaged in the, in the industry and in the craft and in the art of comics. Now I don't know why those people and what they were looking for were their collectors, readers, or what have you. But when you start considering that and you're standing in there and you're like, wow, this is, awesome there's hundreds of new, newer comics up on the walls people are picking them up and looking at them and it's like I guess it's the connecting point for the creation of comics what what has uh, become of them today and the recognition that people do give a shit like I said I mean I, was, I saw kids in there as young as probably six and as old as probably 65 70 years old and I'm like this is freaking awesome because this is what has led us to the Marvel Universe movies. What has led us to the DCU movies? What has led us to all of that stuff in between um, is these folks that, A, are creating these comics, creating the incredible stories that go behind them, creating the incredible characters. And then, of course, the consumers, the guys that are engaged, the guys that maybe you don't know. I mean, I bet most people, if you were to consider your friends and family, you probably don't know uh, those that collect comics and those that don't, those that have a Superman Tokyo pop and those that don't, those that uh, like this stuff, but maybe don't go as far as, as others uh, or, or like it and do go as far. And they just don't share it. Cause I still find it to be a very funny and interesting thing that we often, I, and I don't know why, but we often kind of hide the fact that, you know, we're collectors or you like reading you like reading the comic books. You're a fan of Batman or you're a fan of black Adam or you're a fan of Shazam or whatever it is. And you just don't share that information, but it also goes in kind with the books that you may read or, or what have you. So anyways, I'm in this comic shop. I'm checking all this shit out. I buy some stuff and I'm just taken back. And it was one of those, one of many moments, I guess in time, where it's like, you know, these guys that create these locations and that put the money up and that build these little, you know, built nice. I say it, I shouldn't say it like that. Not build these little shops, but build the comic shops, your local comic shop. It, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes. There's a lot of cool stuff that these guys do too, as far as uh, generally speaking, are active in the community. I mentioned it earlier with uh, Bosco's, the big comic shop I was talking about Uh, a few months ago. They were doing they were buying their employees lunch every day and then posting it to try to help local restaurants. I mean, that's that's incredible. It's a it's a comic shop, you know, and I hope and I, I hope maybe this triggers one of one of the listeners here or maybe two of them to look into your local comic shop, or if you don't have a local comic shop, the next time you go to a, a, a town that has one, maybe swing it in there. You don't have to buy anything. Just just go and enjoy what it is because with today's changes and in in over the last 10, 15 years, and we've, uh, both Dustin and I have talked this to death with the change of technology and, with you know, Blockbuster's gone. This is gone. That's gone. You know, Borders Books is gone. You know, it's, it, i I could just sit here and go on and on and on i'm not going to but it brings me to the point that you know we need to support these guys in and outside of covid we need to you know care enough to enjoy it take a few moments just sit there look around i mean that's the thing The, the the great part is when you go to a comic shop it's not like going into a gun shop where you go to a gun shop, you better have a pocket full of money because if you're going to buy ammo, it's expensive. If you're going to buy a gun, it's expensive. If you're going to buy attachments, it's expensive. If you go to a comic shop, you can get away with looking at the fifty cent bin, the two dollar bin, the one dollar bin, a new comic, three bucks, four bucks, walk out with ten comics for ten bucks. I mean, that's incredible. And d- depending on what it is that you're after or what it is you're into, um, it's very easy to you know, start reading those Punisher comics that you've always wanted to do for a very affordable price. And you'll find that a new respect should be given to the artists, to the writers, and to the staff that is bringing in producing these comics. I find it to be an amazing thing. I did not, and I'll be crystal clear. I did not respect comics the way that I did, or I did not respect comics the way I do now um, as to the way I did when I was a child or a kid or a teenager, I completely uh, I completely acknowledge and 100% back these guys. Now do I like everything? No, am I gonna buy everything? No. but I have a I, I definitely have a different level of respect for everything that's put into these comics and uh how they're trying to push the buck how they're creating new characters you get to see all these crazy new designs and so much more so i find that to be pretty freaking cool i also with the comic shop thing um going back to as you know when i was a child and i again i did not get to frequent comic shops very often at all when i did it was like going into the store where your your eyes are you know eight inches wide and you're like oh my god look at all this crazy stuff and you know at the time to me stuff was expensive some of it still is expensive depending on what you're talking about but for the most part I couldn't afford what I really wanted and uh it was okay because looking at it knowing that it existed knowing that I could I could go there knowing that um, they have all this crazy stuff. And and again, you know, there's there's plenty of stores out there, plenty of comic shops that are part comic shop, part Magic the Gathering, part uh, sports cards and collectibles and everything in between. But uh, I, I just recall, I guess, doing that. And then, you know, I didn't go as much in my late my later teen years, even into my 20s, I maybe once a year, twice a year. Uh, there was a stint there in my early 20s because there was a shop up the street from where we lived uh that place mostly was a toy store more than a comic shop that thing had so many of the collectible McFarlane style toys and and uh character busts and statues and shit it was crazy that, that place was crazy they're closed now which sucks but um i do remember going in there just looking for days on like you know, I'd go in there for an hour and just look around like, oh, my goodness. I didn't realize they had so much cool shit. And they did. And and they had that store probably had too much shit. And I don't know what what happened to them. I know that they're closed now, but um, maybe maybe they re-pop back up. i will have to take a look. But I guess it's the emotions, the nostalgia, the uh, level of appreciation, the um whole shooting match in in the dynamic and how it's changed for me uh now going to them, I mean, and again i don't frequent comic shops very often even to today you know maybe in the last six months probably once or twice a month maybe uh there's months where I, there was just no rhyme or reason timing scheduling and everything in between did not match up but Here we are. I'm still going through my own personal comic collection, trying to, trying to get it cleaned up and trying to get, you know, uh, trying to get it bagged and boarded. And, and I don't know, it just brought a level of excitement and it it also brought, uh, you know, post all of this post going to the stores and post thinking about all of this. It brought the thought like, Hey, you know what? You can, (laughs) you can do it, man. Like if I want to go there once a month and make it a thing, I can do that. In fact, I, Talked to Dustin briefly the other day and told, dude, I finally made it over to Agus. You got next time you're up. We you know, like we got to go check this place out together. It, it's it's a blast. Is it crazy? Is it something that you're going to like photo bomb yourself with? No, it's not. That's not that's not what I'm saying. But it does hold to uh, at least to me. It holds that value that makes you want to go back. It makes you want to dive in a little a little bit deeper. And maybe that's the hunt and maybe that's the thing that I'm trying to uh, push home in today's episode. I don't know. What I do know is um, with going to these predominantly two two different uh, comic shops, it uh, has allowed me to uh, look and see what's out there as far as comics go, look and see what's out there as far as options go. And that's been pretty cool. Now, a tip. Let me give you a little tip here uh, for those that are going to these comic shops or or plan on going. OK, if you're going to grab a comic for collectability reasons. Now, this is uh, for for those shops that I just mentioned, but it's probably applicable to your local shop no matter where you are. You have to consider a couple of things if you're going to buy some comics, especially ungraded comics. Most of us will. That's predominantly I buy ungraded comics because they're affordable. Once you get into grading, you're hitting a 50, $50 marker to start and jumping, you know, 100 150 200 300 400 500 whatever. So if you're going in for an ungraded comic, which is essentially just a comic in a sleeve, or in some cases they're boarded, you need to consider what the reason is, right? If you're going to collect this or it's something that you want to get into as far as an investment goes and you want to read it, great. Just make sure they're bagged and boarded. If they're not bagged and boarded, buy some bags and boards. It's not that much money and do it yourself. Also, look at the comic before you buy it. You may have um, 20 of one comic just sitting there and they all look pretty good. Look at the binding, the spine on it. Look on the edges. Take a look at it. You got a few minutes. Take a look. Don't just go in there and grab every top issue because that top issue may have been shuffled off that top and dropped on the floor and this, that, and the other. Um, that's stuff that you want to take into consideration because if you go in and you buy, even if it's 10 bucks worth of comics, you get home, and you're like, shit, I didn't realize half of them had bent corners, uh, the spines all jacked up, there's this, that, and the other. That will, period, reduce the uh, value in what you just purchased right across the board. Bam, that easy. Even if you're doing this for reading purposes, you should still probably QAQC what you're buying in that sense. In a lot of these comic places, I'm going to tell you straight out, don't. in some cases, they don't have them bagged or boarded. Um, those that are bagged and boarded, you still need to inspect fairly closely. And then, again, people are pilfering through this shit. Don't think you're the first guy that stumbled on the black Adam and this winner. So I'm the first guy, this is a fresh issue. No man, look at it. <laughs> take a look. It's exciting. Uh, maybe you're in a rush, maybe you're not, but just take two minutes, take a look at it because you want to get the best possible condition at any comic, at least to start. Now, if it's some shit, you're going to give to your kid, that's your business, man. Do, do whatever you, you feel is necessary. Um, to uh, continue to grow or cultivate that uh, that collecting or that reading or whatever it is to you. But I would highly consider that. And as always, if you're getting any kind of collectible series comic, whether it's a signature, a slab comic or what have you, make sure it's coming from a credible source and check your prices. One of the comic shop's um, one of the comic shops there, I'm not gonna mention which one, has a older Marvel run. Uh well, one comic with several, several uh copies of it, and they want pricing that is well above retail, well above auction and everything, and they're just sitting there. And I, I was gonna talk to the guys, I'm like, no, it's not worth it. They're so far above retail that it's not even funny. So if you do find yourself looking at that fancy comic or it could be a baseball card or whatever behind the shelf or up on that high shelf talk to the guy get on your phone for a second see and make sure they're not intentionally ripping you off um but it is you know it's the way it goes also one last tip for you a lot of these comic shops especially if you're going in and you want to buy several things and you got like a nice little nice little amount of money or value that you're uh you're building up there such as you're buying 10 comics and these are we'll just call them higher grade comics or higher valued comics a couple hundred bucks feel free to try to talk them down i mean these guys want to negotiate they want to sell those comics if you're peaking at your budget or above your budget and you're like oh no just talk to them these guys are friendly and talk to them if you have questions most of the time not always but most of the time these folks that work in these shops They're like a freaking encyclopedia. So if you didn't know something and you do want to know something, ask them if you want to know something about a character, a run. When is this coming out? What do you think of this? These guys are there to help you. And like I said, most of them are comic buffs themselves. It's not like just some random guy like you would see at Home Depot when you're in the plumbing section and you're asking for a piece of pipe that's a three quarter inch thread and they don't know what the hell you're talking about and blah, 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 because the guy worked at McDonald's before there. Not to say that doesn't happen in comic shops, but most of the time those folks in those comic shops do know a little something, something about comics. So ask them the questions. This pretty much wraps up today's episode. I just wanted to share and kind of talk through that local comic shop stuff because I was fortunate enough to go into a couple of them recently and I, I felt like the experience had changed for me. And I think it has because I haven't been frequenting comic shops. Okay. Okay. I've been to, as mentioned before, I've been in way more gun shops in the last couple of years than I had ever been in in comic shops. And then with the uh, resurgence of me going, it definitely has got it's been firing off a bunch of different things in my mind. And I'm like, wow, you know, and maybe maybe it's just kind of the nerdy side of me taking that look like, you know, this is what I'm observing. And everybody else is like, dude, that's how it's always been. What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) I don't know. I just wanted to share it with you guys. Support your local comic shop. That's the point. Get out there. Check it out. If one isn't local to you, the next time you're in an area that has one, swing in there. People are generally friendly. Um, There's always cool stuff to see, even outside of comics, even if you're not a comic person. Generally, like I said, there's little statues. There's um, collectible stuff. There's normally some types of art prints, some toys. Could be a comic shop with uh, baseball cards, football cards, what have you. You can always... Go on that thing called the Internet and check that shit, too, before you get there. Consider it. That's it, guys. Thank you for going on this journey with me on the Monday Madness Show. Uh, Again, support your local comic shop. And while you're supporting them, don't forget to hit a uh, follow button here on the Culture Jack podcast. And sharing is caring, so share the podcast as well. We definitely appreciate everybody that's listening in We've got five shows a week here on the Culture Jack podcast. All of them, you know, you've got double doses of news, separate news even. You've got original content like the Friday show, like the Monday or like the Monday show, like Monday Madness, the Friday show. Two things in news, completely different news. Two awesome shows, the Friday show, the Monday. And then we have the weekend special. Uh, Again where we were covering uh, Dustin was covering WandaVision We're getting ready to do the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier As soon as that comes out And this week This week only folks We are going to be getting together And we're going to be talking Justice League Before the Zack Snyder Cut comes out And then So Snyder Cut's coming out soon We're going to drop an episode talking about the current Justice League Once we have the opportunity To both watch and examine The Zack Snyder cut, which is pretty much double the length—four hours nine minutes—I believe—is what it is. We will then revisit it again and tell you either how good or not that is. That's what I got for you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Monday Madness here on Culture Jack. Hope you had an incredible weekend. I forgot that. I got going there, and we're just running with it. Um, Either way, have a great week. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch up with you in the next episode.